Um, I didn't. I didn't roll my eyes at you. I was rolling my like thinking eyes. I didn't think you were rolling your eyes at me. You do your thinking eyes a lot. Oh, I do. I get that. It's okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't look at myself, so I don't. I don't know when I'm doing it. That's my thinking eyes. Yeah. This is my thinking finger. <laughs> everyone this is our uh podcast what's with the neighbors that's brie and that is amy brie has her announcement voice on again (laughs) i don't know where it's coming from but we are here tonight in the podcast studio the podcast studio aka amy's guest bedroom that's yep correct but no longer has a bed so technically not really oh yep sure does yeah i kept it in here very comfortable carpeting yeah our guest bedroom is now in my hot tub sauna room. Ooh. You guys, I live in a very luxurious home. I still have yet to... You need to try... Well, it's a mess right now, I, but... You need to try out the hot, hot I, sauna. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. Why am I talking like this? What's wrong with me? It's the popsicle. True so, crime, paranormal. Yep, and a bit of neighborhood drama. Bit of neighborhood Anybody drama. Anybody got any neighborhood drama this week? No, there Amy, was Brie just freaked out coming into my house. She thought there was a yeah, moose. Amy's in the yard. neighbor was like making a big ruckus yeah. in his yard, he and it's like dark moose. out already because we live in, in Alaska. Well, yep. and it's eight o'clock at night. Yeah, I guess. But, but I pulled up and I hear this loud noise, and you're not moose. I don't care who you are. If you don't live in Alaska, moose are not friendly, guys. They are not friendly. They're you cute. don't go near moose. You do not, especially they will trample you. Like, and you never know if they have a baby with them. Yeah. If they have a baby. And a lot of times they do. Yeah. Yep. So you just treat it as if they always have a baby. And. I did not want to get out of my car because I had my baby with me. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh God, poor Charlotte. She was like, Miss Amy, can you walk me to the store? I was like, do you have a Charlotte with you? Yeah. Because I was just going to be like, book it. Just run. Just run. She would have slipped. Yeah. She's, it would have been not I'm great. sorry, but she's not a survivor well, in a horror movie. You took her out of the car and you're like, run to Miss Amy. And she just <laughs> stood there and she's like, Miss Amy, can you come get me? I'm scared. I think I, free- I freaked her out. <laughs> well, I'm sure. <laughs> I was sitting on her in the car because I got out of my side. <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, in the past, not in the past, this just happened like a couple of weeks ago. Alice was walking to school in the dark or walking to the bus stop, which is like almost a quarter of a mile away. Yeah. And she didn't have her watch, but I we, I texted our friend Leia, and I was said, "What can you let me know? Are their neighbor? Can you let me know when Alice gets there?" And she calls me. She's like, "Is she walking right now?" And I was like, "Yeah, why?" And she's like, "Because there's a moose in my front yard." And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I like jump in the car and run and pick her up. And Adrenaline. Then, yeah, and this of course this is right after we just fought for like five minutes about her walking to the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably like <laughs> the struggle is real people it is especially in alaska save us. come save us please yep. no one n- neither of us want to be here we will be excited in about three months yep and we'll be like oh my god alaska so literally amazing. summertime is the if you want to move to alaska move in the summertime and you will love it it is yep. the best thing ever and you'll just suck and i came from florida so yeah. and you I came from california, california. yep wow people hate us okay do you have a neighborhood story i have one ready thank you you're welcome i have one ready are you ready yeah you betcha okay ready okay (laughs) have you heard of the the game called wordle yes okay it's all over facebook yeah i haven't tried it yet i tried it out and i'm like "Eh, not for me i don't like i don't like being tested is that I, what it is no it's not that it's it's like scrabble but you only get like five turns to not scrabble it's like a crossword puzzle but you only get i don't know it's you have to make words no oh. you have to guess the word oh okay i kind of want to play it now anyway i don't like it because it only gives me five tries i'm like this is rude it's bullshit yeah i'm also very bad at spelling so <laughs> Thank goodness for autocorrect. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Wordle. 
For $10 a day, I will ruin your Emonies. Enemies. <laughs> for ten, Wordle. For men ten, enemies. Men of enemies. <laughs> Sorry. For Wordle, for $10 a day, I will ruin your enemy's day. For $10 a day, I will sabotage ta- sabotage your enemy's joy by spoiling the Wordle solution for them every morning. DM me their numbers and I will text them at midnight. For X's, I will give a $2 discount. For an extra $5, I will follow them on social media and comment, question mark, explanation mark. You didn't figure that out on your own? I told you the answer if they tried to pass off the Wordle win as their own. Oh. So I guess. That's messed up. Yeah. (laughs) For $10. I mean. Like who, why? It's not even that big. It's just a word game. Who can't, who would care that much that they want someone to lose at that? Yeah. But those people that keep posting like i got it in two tries oh my gosh so many people i know are like oh my god this is the word blah 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 and i'm like what is this yeah i don't i haven't tried it yet i don't have time yeah i i was and i also don't have an attention span so exactly i was curious i checked it out and i was like not for me guys sorry i have a podcast to run so she's running it just amy yep That was so rude. (laughs) You're okay. (laughs) We share the responsibilities equally. If anything, you have more responsibilities. Soul runner of no, you. I don't. Amy definitely show up. Amy literally does most of the work for the podcast. That is a lie. You edit, and I would not. No. You edit, you do all the videos. You guys, Amy is amazing. Yeah, but she I don't does do things. any of the social media. You did everything like one day last week. I know. That was so weird. Yeah. It was very You bizarre. sent me like all those emails and I was like, holy cow. I don't, she's I done. Was like, I was like. It was a good week. It was a good week for me. Yeah. It was a good Monday. We're get, It's because we keep on doing it on Fridays yep. and Saturdays. We need to keep doing that. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, you do the rest. Yep. I, I want to I hear a story about um, a crime. So, this story is about Jasmine Richardson. Shout out to Canada, because this story resides in Canada. All right. Yep. What up, Canada? What up? Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening, Canada. Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jasmine was born in 1992 to the parents of Deborah and Mark in Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada. Also, I realized doing this story that Alberta, Canada has very, like, nonchalant, like, names. Medicine Hat? Medicine Hat. I think one of their names was, uh, what was it? Balzac. It was somewhere in Canada. There's a place called Balzac, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I took a picture of it on our way here, and I was like, ha-ha, Balzac. <laughs> Josh was like, ha-ha, take a picture. And I'm like, okay, Balzac. <laughs> Balzac. Um, hold on. Okay. Letterkenny is not a real place, by the way. That's very depressing. It. Yes, it is. But Schitt's Creek is. It is? In the place? So I don't know if it's actually named Schitt's Creek. But there is, they actually filmed in a town in Schitt's Creek. Oh, or in Canada. Snap. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, and they, what when do you know? Oh, they, it's in Canada? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's a BBC, uh, what is it called? Not BBC. It's something else. But it's not, it's not American. Oh, okay. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Friends, when was the last time you had your photos done professionally of your family, children, or pets? Red Photography is an expert in capturing special moments and turning them into lifelong memories. We use Red Photography for every special moment and won't go anywhere else. Red Photography also offers a photo booth for weddings, graduations, or any special event. We get nothing but compliments anytime anyone sees any of the prints that had done with her. She definitely has a talent that not many photographers can offer. And we've even had the opportunity of using her photo booth at a convention. And the photos were amazing. And she provides the props and everything for it. Check out Red Photography today at redphotographyak.com. That is R-E-D-P-H-O-T-O. 
G-R-A-P-H-Y-A-K.com. So Jasmine Richardson was born in 1992 to the parents of Deborah and Mark um, in Medicine Cap in Medicine in Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada. I almost said Medicine Cabinet multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> there were not original. <laughs> there were not a lot of details regarding her early childhood, though. She did have a younger brother, Jacob. He was four young- years younger than her. Her family went to church weekly and lived in a normal lived a normal religious lifestyle. Her parents didn't seem super strict, but they did seem to have typical roles like chores curfews that sort of stuff and jasmine tend to make the honor roll and she had good well-meaning friends until in 2005 students at jasmine's school started to avoid her because she started to be interested in the goth crowd she would wear a lot of black and black heavy makeup heavy black makeup lots of mesh and lots of heavy jewelry her teachers even commented on the way that she acted because she just like kind of had like this dark i don't care about anybody yeah. When she was 11 years old, she attended a punk rock concert, and that's where she met a 23-year-old Jeremy Stinsky. No. She's Jer- 11? Yeah. She's almost 12, but yes. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that didn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Yeah. So Jeremy described himself as a 300-year-old soul-eating wer- werewolf. So <laughs> there's that. And just that wooed her. You know, I'm, I'm, I, that's like a Jacob thing. Yep. Twilight was big, probably at the time. Yeah, yeah. She was born in 92, so. Yeah, 2005. Yeah. Well, not quite, but you know, it was almost out. He thought he was a werewolf. And that just, that swooned her. She was all about that. So they were instantly in love, apparently. They joined this online community called VampireFreaks.com, which seemed like it was a website to bring other like-minded people together. Of course. And I know you're going to ask. All right. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Just read my mind. No, it is not a website anymore. Oh, man. I wanted to join. So (laughs) you would have. There's probably a Facebook group for it. Probably. Yeah. Now the domain is no longer there, and now it, it is a gothic apparel website. Which there's some stuff on there. I was like, well, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. It's like hot topic. Yeah. They also had profiles on Nexopia, which is a Canadian social media website. Seemed very like MySpacey. Ah. Yeah. So Jasmine's username on both of those was Runaway oh Devil. Okay. It's not as bad as I was picturing. Yeah, and uh, she lied about her age in order to join, but of course, did we all? We did. Yep. Yep. I'm, oh, I'm going to make myself 70. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was born was, in 1969. Was always 100 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I lied about my age. Like, to- didn't tell my mom about it or anything that I made in MySpace. Yeah, me too. I thought I, I was going to get in trouble. I kept getting in trouble for it. I didn't even have a computer. I made it at my friend's house. Yeah, I had a computer. Still the same password. My old password, or my old um, email address, was rappinblackcat at yahoo.com. Whoa. I said, I had a black cat, and I said that he rapped, and he had apps. Mine used to be spcafreak at aim.com, because I volunteered at SPCA, and I was like, oh, that's cool, because I'm a freak. That is really nerdy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Super cool. Love it. I also signed everybody's yearbook with... Brie rocks R O X your you are socks S O X. I was the shit. <laughs> you sound everybody like that it. I went to middle school with just checked their yearbooks and they're like, "Damn, she did!" <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> You're like I'm the people so I didn't like. Hags. <laughs> Have a great summer. <laughs> sorry (laughs) carry on anyways (laughs) so her parents obviously did not agree with this relationship clearly jasmine's goth friends and i say goth friends because she joined like this completely different crowd of people so her new friends said that her parents felt like jeremy was a pedophile oh wow surprise surprise i know 
know. Guy who's 20- twice your age. Yep. After her parents told her that she could uh, no longer pursue this relationship, she rebelled and continued to talk to him through email and was talking to him on the phone also, like, secretly. So her parents ended up confiscating her computer and grounded her for continuing to talk to this adult werewolf. So I mean, it's not safe. He could have rabies. I know. Does he have his shots? We don't know. Yep. Nope. Nope. We don't know that. And they started to also attend family counseling, which good for them. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how she managed to check her email, but she still continued to talk to him through email. He sent her emails saying, I miss you more than killing people. Ugh. What? Well, here's a werewolf. Ew. That's so weird. I know. Another said, can we get together and kill people? That was, yeah. Jasmine started to show she was changing and making better choices through the help of counseling. So her parents decided they trusted her enough to return her computer to her, which is obviously a lie. A lie because she's still talking. Yeah. That gave her easier access to her boyfriend, Jeremy, the 300 year old werewolf. I just don't want anyone to forget <laughs> that he's a werewolf. Clearly. <laughs> Let me reiterate it for you. He is a werewolf. <laughs> and he is 300 years old. But I don't want to yuck someone else's yum. So, I mean, if you like and you're into that, that is. That's fine. That but, is fine. But I just wish she was making better choices yeah, for herself. You know. So. Don't be dating. Werewolves. People that are two years, tw- twice, twice your age, yeah. yeah, as an adolescent, yeah, you can do it once you're an adult. I yeah. don't care what you do. Wait but... till they're eighteen. Yep. In April two thousand six, Jasmine had a lot of resentment towards her parents for not allowing her to see her secret boyfriend. So she sent who was a werewolf. Who <laughs> <laughs> she went? She sent him a message saying, "I have this plan. It begins with me killing them and ends with me living with you. Their throats, I want to slit." They will regret the S-H-I-T, because I'm not going to say it on this podcast, especially when I see it too, that they are gone. They shall pay for their insolence. Finally, there shall be silence. Their blood shall be payment. Dang. That's dark. Very dark for a 12-year-old. Yeah. Holy cow. At school, Jasmine told her friends about her plan. Wait, do you think that she wrote the whole script of what he had to say and taken i will find you and i will kill i have a specific set of skills that was a really good email she wrote that that really good that was actually (laughs) just the end of it the beginning of it i didn't add because it it was well written but it was very confusing to follow it almost sounded like she was taking like like scriptures of something and then putting it sounds really i mean it's dark but it sounds like a writer wrote it yeah and this part i was like i feel like this is more important than the other parts the other part was like yeah well yeah she's gonna murder her parents that's pretty that's kind of important yeah so at school jasmine told her friends about her plan how she was so angry with her parents and how she was going to kill them but nobody thought that she was being serious because kids are kids yeah on april 21st 2006 jasmine jeremy and a few of their friends were watching the movie natural born killers which is a movie healthy have you seen it? Nope. I haven't seen either, so I just kind of looked it up. It's a movie about two serial killers in love, and they murdered a total of 52 people together. Holy cow. It's so. not true. No. Okay. Uh, Robert Down- Downey Jr.'s in it. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to look that up later. Yeah. That's my it buddy. Came out in like 2008? 2008? 2000, yeah. He was sober then. Cool. <laughs> he was. He did Iron Man then. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, not 2008. 1998. Oh, no, he wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, some would say he was better than, but I don't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not Sorry exactly to call sure. you RDJ. I'm not sure when it came out, but it that's what it's about, and he's in it. The night of April 22nd, 2006, Jeremy snuck into the Richardson's home with a butcher knife, wearing all black and a ski mask. Jasmine's parents were asleep, uh, but Jeremy sneaking into the basement woke up Deborah, her mom. She followed the sounds down to the basement, and that's where she found Jeremy. Jeremy attacked her and instantly started stabbing her to death. Ugh. Her screams woke up Mark, who ran down to the basement. I know, I'm sorry. You're fine. 
He, uh, Mark, her dad, ran down to the basement and he tried to fight Jeremy off with a screwdriver but failed and was stabbed to death. I'm guessing it's the closest thing he could find. You know, like, you don't know what you're running into. But at the same time, if you thought that someone broke into your house and you get up in the middle of the night, you probably should have told your husband or, like, grabbed a weapon. Yeah. Grabbed a weapon. Yeah. Or maybe she thought it was, like, one of her kids or something. Maybe they had a cat. Darn cats in the basement again. Yeah. Whiskers. Whiskers. What you gonna do about it? Uh, Jasmine ran to her younger brother's room because she was worried about him. And Jeremy, that's where Jeremy met her in the doorway and they cornered Jacob. Jacob was very scared. And while discussing what they were going to do with him, he said, I'm scared. I'm too young to die. Jasmine stabbed her brother in the chest and then Jeremy slit his throat. Oh. Yeah. How old was he? Eight. Oh, baby. Mm-hmm. Jasmine's reasoning for killing her brother was he was too sensitive and she didn't want to leave him as an orphan. Oh, so you're just going to kill him? So. That's fine. That fixes. That fixes that it all. Per- yeah. Solves the issue. Just kill him. Absolutely. Be fine. The following day, one of Jacob's friends came over to Richardson's house to see if Jacob could play. And like no one was answering the door. So he was peeking through the windows because their cars were there. Right. And he saw the he saw the bodies of Deborah and Mark, so he ran back home and told his parents, and they called nine one one. Smart, yeah. Uh, while searching for evidence in the basement, the police discovered a family portrait, and they were like, "There's a body missing. This wasn't a whole family annihilation, right?" Uh, so that they went to Jasmine's school and they searched her locker, and they found a drawing that she made of a girl lighting a house on fire and she was fleeing to a truck with her a boyfriend in it wow so instantly they're like why do you why do people draw what they're gonna do or like what they want to do it's very bizarre yeah well i think because you fantasize i guess yeah and you have to i don't i don't know release some sort of emotion i'm not sure so she instantly went from a missing person to a murder suspect Suspect, right Mm mm-hmm uh, they were able to like locate the couple in a community called Leader. What I was telling you about weird names. <laughs> I'm sorry, Canada. You just interesting names. Yes. Uh, it As was we in, have a town called Chicken here, and North Pole. <laughs> we have nothing. It's it's fine. North, you're Pole. fine. <laughs> uh, it was. That's funny. I said it's about kilometers from. <laughs> I didn't put the kilometers. I think it was like 120 kilometers from Medicine Hat. They were arrested and charged with three counts of murder. 11 days later, after interrogation, Jeremy's friend, 19-year-old Casey Lancaster, was arrested for accessory for murder because she drove them out of Medicine Hat and helped them destroy evidence. So, good job, Casey. During interrogation, Jasmine initially denied being involved with the murders, but then eventually confessed to murdering her brother and plotting her parents' death. All right. Under the Youth Criminal Justice Act, Jasmine's true name could no longer be released in Canada. So then she went by J.R. Jasmine Richardson. So, like, when people would talk about in, like, news... Uh, they would they would they talk would about her say, as jr because she JR. was young okay yeah. also under the same act 12 years is the youngest possible age at which a person could be charged with a crime oh my gosh so, so she, she got away with it no she's 12 oh okay okay she barely she just made the cut. hit it yep. okay she done it the year before or not at all only convicts <laughs> <laughs> only con- convicts which were under 14 years old of age at the time of the crime could not be sentenced as adults and could not be given more than 10 years of sentencing so she made that mark so she was only gonna get 10 years. right on july 7 2007 at the age of 14 jasmine was convicted of three counts of first degree murder for the killings on november 8 2007 she was given the maximum penalty of 10 years imprisonment Her sentence would also include 18 months already spent in custody, as well as four years in a psychiatric rehabilitation program, followed by four and a half years of suspension in the community. So that's all topped on top of the 10 years? Yeah. So like an additional eight years of... No. So so 10 years total, 
which she only did 18 months in custody and then four years in the psychiatric uh, rehabilitation program and then four and a half years in like a halfway house. Okay, okay, gotcha. So gotcha. She, it's not 10 years in prison. Oh, On I mean, I guess I get that because she's just a kid, but yeah. On December 15th, 2008, Jeremy Allen Steinke. Steinke. <laughs> I was laughing about it earlier. Steinke. <laughs> was sentenced to three life sentences. Steinke werewolf. Was sentenced to three life sentences on each of the three counts of murder. His sentencing or his sentences are being served concurrently, uh, which he will be likely eligible for parole in 2000 or in 25 years. Okay. After being arrested, Steinke proposed to Jasmine. Sorry. After which she agreed to marry him. Oh my gosh. So she learned nothing. Well, it's unknown if they're still together. No one knows. She was released from the psychiatric institution in the fall of 2011 and then immediately went to the halfway house that she was supposed to go to. And there she started attending Mount Royal University in Calgary, Alberta, and taking classes. Um, in October of 2012, the police of Medicine Hat and its citizens were informed that the rehabilitation was going very well. Because it was a small com- small community. They also claimed that she was feeling great remorse over what happened. So they're like, it's okay for her to come back. Jasmine is the youngest person ever to be convicted of multiple murders in Canada. Jeremy actually confessed to the murders. Well, not something to be proud of, Jasmine. No. Remember that. <laughs> Jeremy actually confessed to the murders while in prison to undercover cops. And charges against his friend Casey, who took them out of the town, were... Those charges were dropped after she pled guilty and she received a one-year house arrest as part of the plea bargain and then was ordered to refrain from drugs and alcohol. During Jasmine's last rehabilitation review, though, it was reported that Jasmine showed no remorse for the murder she committed. But they're Great. like, they're like, we'll release her anyway. Be fine. Yeah. The community has different opinions regarding her release. One neighbor told CBS News... If you're old enough to do the crime, you're old enough to do the time. Another Other residents, though, showed sympathy for Jasmine and said she deserved another shot at life. Uh, Sue England, one of Jasmine's neighbors, said, I think we need to give her a second chance because of the age she was. The thing that I most think about is how she will continue on with her life That sh- that with that being a part of her past. I have sympathy for her, but you can't imagine somebody anybody doing something like that uh the mayor of medicine hat ted clungston agreed with jasmine's release but said that she shouldn't reside in medicine hat he told abc news it was a terrible place for her if she ever got found out or recognized it's possible it probably wouldn't be her bet in her best interest she tarnished our community and hurt a lot of people yeah and on May 16, 2016, Jasmine's sentence was finally com- complete, and she lives a very private life in Alberta. <sighs> the thing is, is that my, okay, my opinion, mine only, this is, it's okay to have your own opinion. It is, absolutely. Unless it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> she was 12. She was. I get that. That's yep. fine. Yeah. But at the same time. The fact that she did it to someone that was so close to her. Yeah. Like, if you just did it to some girl at school that you didn't like because she called you ugly or fat or something, that's one thing. But you did it. You stabbed your eight-year-old brother. Yeah. Yep. And your mom and your dad. But your eight-year-old brother. Yeah. Well, she technically didn't kill her. Technically <laughs> didn't kill her Her mom. Parents. Oh, yeah. That's true. But she was still charged with it, and I think she should have been charged with yeah. it. But your your yeah your eight-year-old brother i think that she i think she should have gotten longer maybe not life that's what i'm thinking but yeah who's who's to say she won't hurt someone that's really close to her because i don't know because she's so and if she especially if she's dating this guy still i'm sorry werewolf (laughs) (laughs) he's a werewolf get it straight get it right politically correct (laughs) he scratches himself with his I don't know. Sorry. It's a it's an, a very 
sensitive topic and it's a very complicated situation yeah. because it's like what if she really did actually change and she, she was what is it like succumb to whatever he was thinking yeah. and i understand the thought of being so angry at your parents yeah. i get that and like some kids like wish that their parents would yeah die and, and kids like can't that. like comprehend that like yes. they can't like process that emotion correct and so i think that she had a lot of influence yeah from him but the fact that she was still talking to him and afterwards and still yeah yeah that's he definitely I'm glad that he's in there way longer. But she's got she's got something going on. I wish, I think she needs more mental. Yeah, I hope I they're hope, watching her. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was a good one. I liked it. I was good. Werewolf. <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> what did you say about him? You called him a stanky, <laughs> stanky werewolf. Stanky werewolf. <laughs> no, I like those ones. I feel like you've been uh, going light on me. You've been Sorry. giving me some light stories. They, they've all been good, but I feel like you, you're trying to be sensitive to my feelings about people dying. But, you know. I was going to do something harder today, but I'm saving it because it's a, like a back pocket one. Ooh. It's already done. So I was like, I don't want, I want something else. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. So do you want to hear a ghost story? I always want to hear a ghost story, unless it's one that I don't like. If it's about dolls like it was in the past, well, I'm going to be mad. This one's not about dolls. Speaking of dolls, my <laughs> sister, she sent me a Snapchat today of how she, she was telling me that she got in an argument with her boyfriend. And because she wanted to buy Cabbage Patch dolls <laughs> from, like, the secondhand store. Oh, and no, take no, off, no, no. And then take off their heads and use them for planters. No. Plant, planters. Planters. Wait. Cabbage Patch dolls? Yeah. they were fabric. Oh, no, wait. No, they're not. Never mind. Sorry. Their heads aren't. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted to use their heads for one. little, her pot for her plants the plants are gonna be ghosts and she, they got an argument because her boyfriend's like absolutely not and smart <laughs> she's like all mad you need to stay with him <laughs> smart guy it just cracked me up no <laughs> to, like, no what have we learned from from that absolutely one story not. do we, not do not go do buy a secondhand not. doll no no always get them brand new yep. i know it costs more but i don't it's care if you knew interest. the person don't do it don't do just it just don't do it okay yep. cool Glad we got that clear. All right. <laughs> hey, Amy, did you know that for the first time in history of the internet that the web has become listenable? Yes. Check out Newsly. It's an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any moment. And then it reads them to you in natural human voice, which is important to me. And they also have podcasts. Here, you can explore podcasts from over 40 countries. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me. From here, use promo code NE1GHB0URS and get one month for a free trial. This information will be posted on our social medias at Podcast. Stop scrolling and start listening. Uh, this this episode is on the Sally this House. This episode? This, uh, yes, this whole episode is about me and only me. The Sally House? Yes, the Sally House. Uh, so I'm doing my story on the Sally House. It is in Kansas. Atchison, <gasps> Kansas. Mm. Yeah, shout out to everybody I know in Kansas. And that is only my mom. And not your sister. She doesn't listen to this, so I'm not shouting out to her. We're not shouting out to the sister. Love you, Mom. Thanks for listening. And thanks for everybody at her work who listens. You guys are awesome. They listen? Yeah. Oh, my People at her work God. listen. I have a present for them. Oh, you do? I am doing my story on the Sally House. It is in Atchison, Kansas. Um, so, thank you. Sorry. In the 1870s, at the turn of the century, the Sally House was built by a Michael Finney. Um, the address being 508 North 2nd Street, Atchison, Kansas. 
Okay. Hey, Amy. What do the numbers 5, 0, and 8 all add up to? 13. 13. Nowhere on this, nowhere anywhere pointed that out. And I was like, that's interesting. That's very mathematical of you to notice. Have you not seen the movie 1408? Oh, yeah, I have. 1 plus 4 plus 8 is 13. That's a good movie. I love that movie. That movie's scary. That's a good movie. It is. All right, so uh, Michael Finney, he died in 1872. (laughs) I keep on doing that. Anyways, he died. Uh, He eventually left it to his son, uh, Dr. Charles Finney, and the home served as his... uh, doctor's office it was downstairs was his doctor's office and the upstairs was his living space for him and his family Mm -hmm. so side note a little interesting tidbit that i found out mr uh charles finney was actually a competitive figure and roller skater i love that about him he won lots of competitions he was super good um lots of competitions and even frequently appeared on the ice dressed as a woman Miss Colby of Baltimore. He's like competing against himself. He's like the the woman and the man. They're like, he's Mr. Finney and Colby, Colby are going head to head. Who's going to win? And he's like, haha, jokes on you. It's me. <laughs> uh there were like there was so much drama like i could have done like an entire episode about all the drama that was with his figure skating i absolutely love that (laughs) but he eventually got caught um but he was so graceful that no at the time no one could tell but he did eventually get caught um Um, that's lame so his days were put behind him um that's all the information i got on him for the most part dang it so we're gonna talk about why it's called the sally house okay so one day in 1906, a mother carried her six-year-old daughter, Sally, into this doctor's office with severe abdominal pain. Mm. After quick examination, uh, Mr. Finney diagnosed her with appendicitis and decided that it was best to immediately start surgery and feared that her appendix was going to burst. Yeah. Uh, he began his incision, and it was before the anesthesia could even take effect. Oh, my God! So she screamed, 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 and eventually she stopped, and no, her body went limp baby. and pale, and she died. Um, her last memories were watching him do this, so. <gasps> yeah, it's pretty messed up. Why didn't he wait? He was afraid her appendix was going to burst, I guess. What year was this? Uh, say 1906. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 1906. Makes me sick to my stomach. So that's why it's called the Sally House. Okay. That's the biggest thing that is known to to have happened So did he name it after her? I think it was, it's more so just called it, called that now. I don't think they started calling it the Sally House. Like right after? It's his doctor's office. (laughs) Um, another interesting little tidbit. So whenever his dad had bought that property, he bought a couple of the other properties on that street. Mm -hmm. And the house next door was on the property that they owned. So they leased out the house. Um, so they sold, or they deeded it to a woman named Joanna Barnes. She was a single mother of three with another on the way. Okay. And she had a history of mental issues being institutionalized in the state hospital. And there was evidence of her being violently insane. No. So uh, in July of 1899, her baby was born and she was released to Dr. Finney from the institution. So Dr. Finney was going to, I guess, keep an eye on her. I don't trust this guy. <laughs> she was released to him in 1906 and... Uh, not in 1906. Sorry, in 1899. So in 1906, September 24th, she attempted suicide by turning on the gas downstairs and laid down with her six-year-old son, unfortunately killing her son, but not her. Yeah. So she lived. Sorry. Oh, my God. So that's that was just another little thing that's happened around the die. property. I know. Me too. Makes me mad. So now we're going to talk about the Pinkmans, the paranormal side of the home. Didn't actually. I love that name. I know Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. That's what I thought of. Oh, I just like Pink Man. Oh, Pink Man. Pink Man. Pink Man. What's your favorite color? Pink, Pink Man. Pink Man. <laughs> Pink Man. <laughs> so the paranormal side of the house didn't actually reveal itself until to the public until uh, 1993. Okay. Um. So 
people just saw it as another house. Not really that big of a deal. Nothing made the news. Things I'm sure happened, but right. wasn't anything big to report on. So a Tony and Deborah Pinkman and their new baby boy rented the home. After moving in, they began to go through some odd happenings. As these things usually go, they all started out small. Uh, the dog would growl at what seemed to be nothing and I just was so uneasy being nope. there. The operating area where, where the operating area used to be would get cold. <gasps> they would hear voices and things began to take a turn when he went through a series of attacks. Fires would break out in the home. Objects would move right before their eyes when the husband was near. And he would find scratches and burns on his chest and abdomen. Oh my gosh. So fortunately, the not fortunately, but fortunately the activity was only like against him yeah so the mother and the baby were fine right um but is whatever it was did not like men they only lived there for two years and somewhere in between now or then and now sorry it's believed that there was satanic rituals being performed there and like animal sacrifices no much evidence has been found throughout the home of this oh my god um the biggest indication was a pentagram that was drawn on the floor in the basement and it was like it looks like it someone attempted to cover it up with black spray paint but you can tell that there's yeah yeah why can't we just cover it up with like flooring <laughs> like, or just i don't know just take it out i just don't want it there yeah if there's been a pentagram there i just don't know i don't feel good about it it's like the whole like carve just, a, the cement out and pull it out. out yeah 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 Oof. So since this home was uh, has been investigated by numerous psychics and paranormal experts, finding much evidence, even discovering that Sally isn't the only spirit in the home. There seems really? to be a middle-aged woman uh, who can be quite nasty. Likely, I love it. Yeah, likely the one <laughs> responsible for the attacks. I wonder if it's the lady, Joanna Barnes, after she had died eventually. The I don't one know, that was violently yeah. insane. Uh, some paranormal experts believe that whatever it is in the home likes pre- likes to present itself as a little girl to make you comfortable and interact with it more. Okay. Um, many people believe that demonic entities will show itself as a child to seem less threatening to gain trust and interest of those who are vulnerable. So maybe it's not really Sally. Maybe Sally's in there, but maybe... Because people have reported seeing her, so. Okay. Okay, so I usually do this part last about, like, where the house is now. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and do it now. Okay. Because it just makes it make more sense. I love it. So I want you to be able to visualize everything as I'm telling you about the paranormal experiences in the house. My eyes are closed. All right. Visualize. So as of today, you can actually tour the Sally house. You can take self, you can go on self-guided tours. Oh. I still want to do this. Day or night. Nighttime. During the day. <laughs> <laughs> you, obviously, you have to sign a waiver. And <laughs> no. Uh, any Anytime you go on a haunted tour. Women and are says, usually fine here. It's It'll be fine. It's fine. Although one. Eh, it's okay. I'll tell you in a minute. I'm not signing the waiver. <laughs> so the home. I'll sue them. <laughs> the home is. Uh, you're going to sue the ghosts. Yeah. Shelly. Uh, the home is furnished, set up like basically like someone lives there. Curtains, couches, kitchen table, beds, etc. Yeah. In the basement, there's a large hole in the concrete wall. So big that a person can crawl into it and fit in it. Not really sure why. Interesting. Sure it had to do with... The, the pentagram? pentagram? Yep. <laughs> Probably. Uh, and then there's the pentagram on the floor. Upstairs, there's a nursery where there's some toys and there's there's creepily like toys sur- like arranged into a circle no. like stuffed animals and then there's a ball in the center of it Bree. it's creepy right i love it i feel like they I just so badly want to go there oh just wait it's set up for a reason all right so <sighs> let's let's get into the paranormal activity you so shit? <laughs> so obviously this happens pretty much everywhere that's haunted. Investigative equipment will stop working. Batteries will go dead. Like my watch. 
<gasps> yeah. yeah. Uh, full body apparitions have been seen. People have actually said they had seen Sally or believed they'd seen Sally. Oh, my gosh. They've, like, drawn out a little girl of how she looks. Um, people have misplaced and lost items, especially people who had lived there. Footsteps have been heard. Phantom furniture has been heard, which I'm not, I don't really like know. Pushing. Like, I guess, like, moving moving a bed upstairs or something. Or I picture, like, furniture yeah. being moved. Yeah. Or maybe, like. Like how you can hear, like, a couch being moved upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, you sit down in a chair. Like... Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly it. You're welcome, everyone. Now you don't have to go. <laughs> Amy's the best at describing or explaining things. Uh, sounds of animals have been heard. Moving objects, even like right in front of your eyes. Oh my gosh. Obviously, they've caught a bunch of EVPs here. Unexplained scratches and bruising. Physical touches, scratches, burns, and cuts. Um, sudden coldness. Dogs will refuse to go on the property <gasps> or in the nursery. Oh, the nursery is just gross. Oh, just wait. So I was watching Ghost Adventures. As I'm watching Ghost Adventures, I called my mom to tell her, like, when I come to Kansas, I like it's three hours away from where she lives. Oh, that's so not bad. It's not too bad. We could just stay the night there because you can stay the night at the Sally House too. Um, but we- I like how you just kind of. Put that in there. <laughs> I don't want to say the night there. I promise you I don't. It sounds terrifying. Thank um, you. I, I called her to tell her how excited I was about this. And as I'm, as I'm talking to her, I have ghost adventures on. And I'm like, oh, my God, this just happened. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, holy cow. Oh, I got to go. Oh, my God. What? Something else just happened. Oh, my. The entire time. Like, I was. it was a good episode. I really want you to watch it. So, during it, uh, they actually got Tony Pinkman, the guy who had lived there before. Um, He'd never set foot on the property since they moved out because he just refused to go there because it got, it picked on him. Yeah. Poor guy. So I'm surprised they got him. Yeah, they went there and they asked him to join them. And he had to think about it, but he decided to go with them. I hate that so much. Yep. So during it, they were in the basement and they had like a younger girl with them. They wanted to bring a younger girl who was a medium so that the maybe Sally would come and interact with her because she was younger. And so at the same exact time, simultaneously, she's standing right next to the freaking pentagram. Oh, my God. He's standing right next to the wall. And she you see her start to kind of collapse. And then he grabs his neck. And she's like, we got to go. We got to get out of here. I'm, I don't feel good. And so they leave the room and they look at his neck. He has this, it looks like a welt <gasps> on the back of his neck. Like it's a clear like burn or welt. What the heck? Yeah. And then she got like really overwhelmed. So Whoa. it was really cool. Also, another thing, this one's going to be your super favorite thing. Okay. So they were downstairs. They and went to Disney World afterwards. They so did not. So they started hearing noises in the house and you could hear it like you didn't even need like the EVP recording to hear it. Like you Uh could hear it on the camera and you hear like knocking around going upstairs. And so Zach is like, I need to go up there. And so <laughs> he's like, I feel fear. And he, he starts going up there. Fear. Let me go. Oh, it. I seriously think that. Oh, my gosh. He started going up there and they got like as he got closer to the nursery, he didn't get in there to see it. But you, it, it was caught on camera like you're watching it live on the camera. And the guy who was watching the camera was like, hurry up, get in there. Go look at the toys. And there's a bear like a little panda bear that's sitting on his butt. And it's doing this like like swiveling like, swerving <gasps> yeah and going in like a circle no it's like you could see it right there and it's just like what that and, makes me want to throw up so they go I in there to throw up. and they're they're like okay maybe we can get it to happen again and of course it doesn't happen again and so they start trying to debunk it and seeing like okay is there anything inside the bear because you know that'd be the right, first thing to right. check there's nothing in the bear and he checks like the weight of the bear it seems like it it shouldn't do that on its own. And so he's like, okay, maybe it's from us walking on these old floors. So he starts stomping around it and nothing happens. Yeah, it's fun. I'm sick it's to my a stomach. really good episode. Guys, if you want to uh, get a really good 
creeping out for the night, go watch this episode, The Sally House on Ghost Adventures. It was super good. I loved it. I want um, to throw That's up. all I got for you. That's all. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. That's all, folks. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I'll, I'll, I will visit it with you. You will? During the night? I said, yeah. We can bring our phones and record it. Oh, that would be fun. But then we'd probably go dead. This one is, I'm guessing these are all from the next door app. Yeah. Uh, this one says, I most definitely believe in ghosts. Help identifying. Girl was seen staring through my window, proceeded to run into my apartment through front door, grab my puppy, and leave through the window. I got my dog back. She politely set her back through the window. What? <laughs> So she like grabbed the dog. You just and took like, it and just like put it back through the window. Like, oh, here you go. Sorry. sorry I didn't mean to take My the bad. dog. Please help identify her. I want to thank her for her kindness and <laughs> ask her where she got her pants from. They're super cute. <laughs> oh, you just ran into my house, stole my dog, and then gave my dog back through my window. Where'd you get your pants? No. This is some nice. Those are some nice jeans, girl. Those are some. Those nice. boyfriend cut. Your butt looks so nice and that. Dang. Dang. That's a three syllable damn. Fun times. People, we're gonna go. Yep. 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 We sure are. You need to go to work. Um, it's probably time to empty your bath and probably get out. You're probably a little pruny. Oh yeah. Um. Those who finish are... cooking dinner. It's getting burnt. Hurry up. Oh my gosh. Or oh my your gosh. Your noodles are overboiling. They're overboiling. That's my me every day. When was the last time you checked on your children? So uh to listen, you can find us on all this all the listening platforms. Please give us a review on iTunes and Spotify. It's super helpful. Also, you can follow and like us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and that is just at WWTN Podcast. We have a Facebook group. We are super active on it we will talk to you we go live sometimes we sometimes go live we were supposed to go live tonight on instagram whoops just realized that it's fine you can check out our website which is what's with the neighbors.com on there you can find the link to everything that she just mentioned along with the link to our merch because we got merch we got drip we got swag and on there you can also find a link to our patreon which is patreon.com forward slash wwtm podcast and if you want to be on the donor bus, it's $3 a month. You get exclusive content. And for $5 a month, you get exclusive content plus unedited videos. I did the office all night and I kept looking at the camera during comments. So, oh. <laughs> and feel free to slide into our DMs with any mm. questions, comments, stories, and suggestions, and your own personal paranormal yeah. or true crime stories. Hopefully you didn't commit the crimes, but I bet you know somebody that did. Ooh. We strive once a month to have listener stories. So that would be very special if you could do that. Yes. And our email is wwtnpodcast at gmail.com where you can slide into those DMs. And have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Bring Amy, Amy out. out. What's with the neighbors? Oh, by the way, say hi to your cat for me. <laughs> <laughs>